Hello, my lovely ones, and welcome to Mumming with Magli, the podcast for any mum who has absolutely no idea what the fuck she's doing. I'm Magli, your host, and I can confirm I have no idea what I'm doing. Join me every week as I try and tackle this parenting business, the ups and downs, and the many trials and tribulations. Other moms will also join us and share their story. Let's open up the conversation around the hardships of motherhood and all the pressure that comes with it. Hopefully, it'll make us all feel less alone in feeling lost and completely winging it. I know I am. Enjoy, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> Good morning. We got here in the end. Yeah, I mean, it was meant to be for 10, 10.15, it's now 10.45. Oh, yeah, well, this is the good thing about me and you recording, we can just delay a little bit because, well, obviously you're at home, and I'm sure you'll tell us about that. Let me do a quick introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah and I today. Oh, how are you, Sarah? How are you doing? Hello, world. What's going on? I'm in so much pain. I don't know why that's funny. So, world, welcome to Sarah's venting hour. Oh, yeah. I love a good venting hour. Vent away. I was sick early of last week with the flu. And then sometime between middle of last week and the end, my back decided just to give up living. (laughs) (laughs) Muscle spasm or sciatica. The doctors are still not 100% sure. But basically, there's a muscle and a nerve issue, which means I'm in an enormous amount of pain. And I can now walk and sort of sit up for about five to ten minutes. So this is going to test my patience (laughs) and my back. (laughs) Are you going to have to move to the bed in about five minutes? So I'm off sick. I don't have to work, which is great because I'm not. I'm not in a condition to work. <laughs> did they? Did they give you painkillers? What did they give you though? Did oh. they give you the good stuff? Yeah, I have naproxen, and then I have something else, which is so powerful that within twenty minutes of taking it, I'm asleep. <laughs> so when Shruti's done with me, <laughs> she's like, "Gotta take your pill." <laughs> Shruti's done with me. <laughs> she's had enough. She wants me to be quiet. Because bless her, she's the only human I have contact with now. Mm-hmm. So when she gets home, I'm like, tell me everything. How's the outside world? <laughs> what does it look like? That's what I was like with George when I was just like at home all the time with Isla by myself. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So when she gets tired of me ambushing her or nagging her, she gives me... <laughs> my pill and puts me to sleep (laughs) (laughs) oh that is so funny Uh, but you're feeling a little bit better yeah I mean the meds have kicked in right now so I'm feeling great oh yeah it's amazing what popping a few pills can do to you hey I called mom and I was like I don't know what to do I'm literally stuck here. so it happened I was by myself at home Owen had just come home mm-hmm. and basically what happened is because I've been sick with the flu I've been laying down a lot um, and then Owen came home I got up to like start getting food ready and I'm pretty sure it's because I was getting salad out of the fridge <laughs> <laughs> no good ever comes from salad <laughs> told you veggies are gonna kill me one day 
So this meant, guys, we were in Basel, and by we, I mean George, Isla, and I, and Owen, and you were meant to come. I say Basel. So just a quick background. Our mum lives in France, in Alsace, which is just on the border of Switzerland and Germany, and Basel is the nearest airport. So even though we say Basel, which is in Switzerland, like, we go to France. I mean, anyway, and to be fair, you can see Switzerland from her back garden. Like, she's that close to the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We were all meant to go, weren't we? And then then last minute you couldn't go because you literally couldn't move (laughs) (laughs) which I laugh about now it was so hard yeah I bet I bet it was hard when we came to see you because we picked so we picked Owen up didn't we to take Owen with us on our way to the airport Uh, we were flying from Gatwick and we hadn't planned it was so early and I remember saying to you like okay have Owen ready because we don't want to faff around it's so early in the morning we're just going to pick Owen up go straight to the airport but I thought, okay, I'll come in, just say hi. And you were so upset to say bye to O. It was, it was very upsetting. Well, not to rub salt in the wound, but we had a great time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that while I was crying by myself, stuck in my kitchen, not being able to walk around, you guys had fun. So tell me all about it. But it was nice to, like, go with Owen and have that quality time with him without you. Like, no, but not in a bad way. But do you know what I mean? Because it's it's a different dynamic. And it was nice to just be with him separate you know, away from his mum, if that makes sense. Um, And we really enjoyed it. I feel like him and Isla bonded loads. Uh, they were so sweet. Isla was always wanting to hold his hand. And this incredible thing happened where whenever she was grumpy, Owen would play peekaboo with her. And it was unbelievable. It would literally stop her from crying. We would change her nappy and she's going through a phase. She never wants her nappy changed. So she would get like aggy, start whining and stuff. And Owen would just lean over her, play peekaboo, and she would just start smiling and laughing. And she wouldn't do that with anyone else. It was so, so sweet and interesting to kind of watch that dynamic of cousins play out. Because I think we take for granted, I don't know, our cousins are just like our cousins. I don't know. It was strange. And I was like, oh my gosh, they are cousins. Like, I have a daughter who's a cousin. I don't know. Does that make sense? It sounds really strange. And I think um, it's it's different because obviously all of our memories with our cousins are when we're older, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have that, like, baby interaction memory so which is the sweet one well before they start fighting and god knows what happens <laughs> little trauma and flashback just happening there <laughs> <laughs> something you can talk about in therapy later <laughs> no it was it was really really good we oh my gosh okay we had a horrendous flight out firstly did you know and obviously I didn't know this I felt really stupid okay so obviously you had booked on a different booking as George Isla and I so Owen everyone just so we're clear (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah the same flight but it was a different booking which meant that obviously we weren't sat together George Isla and I were sat together and then you and Owen were meant to be sat together but obviously you weren't there so Owen obviously was meant to like was just sat by himself and I asked him you know do you want us to swap and he seemed quite excited to sit by himself right he had a window seat he had his tablet he was just really happy and it's a fine line between like I didn't want to push myself on him I wanted you know if he's feeling independent I want to encourage that yeah but also I don't want to be like you sit by yourself anyway but we found found out that on the flight you can only have I think it's like two rows different 
difference between an adult and a child. And so George Isla and I are sat like a little bit back and then Owen is sat forward and the air hostess comes to us and she's like, you know, it's in our policy that there can only be two rows. And she, she didn't make me feel this way. I think I felt this way all of a sudden. I felt so guilty that it looked like I was just leaving my child. I mean, he's not my child, but do you know what I mean? The child yeah. that I'm caring for, looking after, responsible for, I've just completely left him to be by himself. Um, but in the end, we managed to get seats because you're two seats. There was no one else in the third seat, so we all sat there. But Isla, oh, she was just screaming. We sat on the runway for not that long, but like 20 minutes or something like that, which is just so long when your kid is honestly wailing. If you couldn't see us, you would think that I was torturing her. And she just didn't want to sit down and not only so she was sat on my lap and you know we had the baby seat belt and she didn't even want me to sit down even if I was holding her I had to stand up but then because we're on the runway they're telling us obviously that we have to stay seated it was just chaos and there's this sort of I just felt so much pressure that everyone was looking at me mm-hmm. oh, and it's so annoying and it's kind of like it was annoying for two reasons one because I mean obviously you know it's a little bit annoying that she's crying it's you know a little bit annoying for me but also so I don't want her to feel distressed. She's obviously feeling distressed and I don't want that for her. But then there's also the added pressure of feeling like people are just staring. Yeah, they're judging. watching you. You're being watched. Oh my gosh. And that that is so annoying. And mm. it's like, what can I do? In the end, to be fair, the air hostess was nice. She was like, okay, just take your seatbelt off and like stand up, carry her. And I walked up and down a little bit, but it was, I cannot even explain to you. It felt so, so long so long I, I felt like I was there for hours with her just screaming and she was going like rigor mortis you know what I mean like, yeah. just like straight like a board you know ironing board so then it's yeah. impossible to hold her because she's like slipping through your hands as she's wiggling her straight body through her, right yeah 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 so that was really tough the mistake we made we probably should have taken a bottle of milk with us just mm-hmm. to soothe her because when she gets in those states she doesn't even want the dummy yeah you know, she just she wants takes to be it. doing something and eating comforts everyone. Yeah, she just takes the dummy, throws it on the floor, blah blah blah. Yeah. So, and and the other side of this is because you're you're then stressed of all of that. You're not messaging me, so then I'm scared that you guys aren't getting on the flight because I'm not on the reservation with Owen, and then they may not let him on his own. Because without the adult of the person on the reservation. So here I am panicking that you may be going on a flight and leaving own behind at Gatwick. Can you imagine? <laughs> I've just forgotten one. Assume you wouldn't do that, but who knows? <laughs> it's funny because, like, obviously, I'm used to Isla ish, but I'm not used to traveling with an 11 year old. And I think I said this to you last time I traveled with him, which was like last summer, I think. But um, it was nine months ago. I feel like you're traveling more with Owen than I am at this point. I remember every time I go to the toilet, it was easier because I had George with me this time. Uh-huh. But I'm like, can you go to the toilet by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know. Does Can an 11-year-old, like, can you go? Do I need to wipe your bum? <laughs> like, I Obviously, I know I don't need to wipe his bum, but I don't know how to take care of an 11-year-old. It's crazy. But I also think that's also because you're in a couple. So because I had Owen and then I became a single mom so young, 
he became much more independent much earlier on than other kids. Mm-hmm. Like, we needed to go to the supermarket and he needed to go to the toilet. I would wait outside the bathroom for him and he would sort himself out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, there's an age, like, around the six or seven ages when I would start letting him go by himself. And I can remember a few times I would panic because he was taking a long time. And I'm like, do I then end up going into the men's bathroom? <laughs> going like, <laughs> Owen, you're all right. <laughs> Did you ever do that? There's a grown man called Owen who's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> it hasn't happened. No, but like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can just picture it. Anyways, but, you know, he needed a number two, so he needed a bit extra time to sort himself out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. And I remember once we were at the airport and we were doing our pre-flight bathroom break. And when he came out, I was like, and you flushed and you washed your hands and there's a man that walked out right behind you he's like you did (laughs) oh that's sweet (laughs) it's nice when you travel and you sort of like clock other parents and so for example there was this mum um, she was traveling alone with her daughter. I, I obviously, I'm assuming it was the mum. And we had like clocked each other, you know, Isla was smiling at the other little girl, blah, blah. And then at one point, like she left the seats, the waiting area where we were. And then she came back and we were still there. And then she was like, have you by any chance seen a little suitcase, like a kid's suitcase with a bunny on it? And I said, oh, is it blue? And she said, yes. And I said, I actually saw it by the toilet. I had just gone in to change Isla. And I said, oh, I think I saw it by the toilet have a look there and I remember seeing it and thinking has someone left it here but then I thought oh maybe someone's just gone into the toilet and didn't want to take it with them blah blah anyway I feel like this is a bit of a pointless story but when she came back she was so grateful mm-hmm. that I had like noticed and like paid a bit of attention and I find that when I travel with Isla I'm really mindful and like aware of other parents traveling with their kids yeah I think as parents with kids, we're also just mindful of everybody else around us. Yeah. Point blank. Yeah. Even more so towards parents with other kids, because we already know the hell that they're going to be going through because we're going through it at the same time, yeah. right? However, I will say, during security, there was a family, dad, mom, and two kids, and they're putting the hand luggage through yeah. the security. And oh my gosh, they hadn't taken any of their electronics out, any of their... Oh no, no, out. guys, you need to be effective about this shit. Oh. Like... In my head, I was like, are you fucking kidding? Have you never traveled before? And you know what? Maybe that's me being really privileged because maybe they haven't traveled before. But come on, surely you know that you need to take your electronics and your liquids out of your bag before. I cannot tell you how long we waited behind them. I was getting so frustrated. Like, oh, just get your and fucking signs, together. And the, the line is long enough waiting to get to that security checkpoint, right? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a bit like you. I also, as soon as I'm like, I don't know, 100 meters, I stop taking them out of my bag so they're hand ready. I can just drop and go. But no, I think that's also, it's true that I think it's also a privileged thing because we have yeah, that we experience. So and we do travel a lot with ki- with our own kids yeah. quite regularly. I, yeah, I love traveling with Isla. And I know that there's a lot of anxiety around traveling with kids. And I know that I said that I had a horrendous first like half hour of that Mm. first flight going to France but the flight back she was fine she Mm. slept through I actually think on the flight there it was because the last time we took a flight she was nine months old 
And I think at that age, I think she was too young to really realize that she was in a confined space and she Mm. couldn't move. And she wasn't yet walking. So she didn't have this need to be on her feet moving all the time. Whereas now, obviously, she's walking. She's much more active. So she wants to be moving much more. And also, I think her brain has developed the capacity to understand, not to understand, but to notice like, I can't move now, and I want to move, and that frustrates her. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I think she realized that she was in a confined space, and she was feeling a little bit overwhelmed, because she's not experienced it, you know, before. I will say, my favorite thing, <laughs> this is probably going to sound really weird, is um, I love hearing other kids cry on the plane. When you've got your own child with you, right? Even if I don't. Because I have traveled with my own kid and she has screamed and it's so stressful. And to be on a plane and hearing another child scream, I'm like, yes, it's not just me. And I feel their pain, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm just so grateful (laughs) that I'm not the one dealing with it. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm totally grateful when I've got my kid and it's another kid screaming because then mine looks like an angel. However... Yes, there's also that. There's also that. And I did feel that on the flight home because there was another baby crying. To be fair, not as bad as Isla was crying on the way there, but there was another baby just getting a bit upset. And in my head, I thought, I am fucking nailing this. They don't need to know that on the flight there, she was, you know, a disaster. (laughs) (laughs) But I was so smug. (laughs) I think it also, you know, I think it really depends because so I had in my head this rule that like until Owen was a certain age, we would only travel within Europe. So that the flights are quite short, mm. no more than what three hours. So that worst case scenario, if he screams, it's only three hours, and people can then go on with their lives. Fuck me, three hours of screaming, though. No, I know <laughs> it's never happened that he's screamed through the three hours. Let's be fair, and that that was only one flight. But so up until the age of four or five, we only traveled within Europe because in my head, that's I could justify it. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, oh my God, what if our family was further abroad? You know mm. what I mean? Like I'm. Not, I wouldn't limit any hour just because of the screaming like people just have to deal with it and also I do think like again like I was saying there is so much anxiety around traveling with kids and if you're listening to this and you feel that I do think it's never as bad as you imagine it's going to be. And also, the more you do it, the more the kid gets used to it. And then it's just kind of second nature. They just get used to traveling and having to be sat down and, you know, just chilling. And we don't have a tablet for Isla, but I think when she gets a little bit older, we probably will invest in a in a tablet because it is it is long for a child. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They don't read a book. Like, I mean, they can read a book, but not for four hours, whereas I would happily sit there and read my book for four hours. So we probably will invest in a tablet when she's a little bit older. But yeah, I, if anyone's listening, you know, and worried about traveling, I would say go for it. I did find it so sweet. She is scared of escalators. Yeah, bless her heart. <laughs> I know, which is strange because she loves the stairs. Oh, and actually at mum's, she has learned to go down the stairs backwards so like as a backwards crawl, which is something we've been trying to teach her at home so that because she goes up the stairs fine. But then we always have to bring her down, which I realize like probably makes me sound bad that I'm not always going upstairs with her. But I'm sorry, I'm not. 
<laughs> or like, you know, and I think it's just good for her to know, to like be independent, know how to do it, whatever. But I think our stairs at home are a little bit steep. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, the little, the like four or five steps in between in the kitchen at mom's. Yeah. She's learned to go down those backwards. The, the great thing with those stairs, um, because it's actually, it's a split floor. So they're not full stairs. Mm-hmm. It's literally five stairs between the kitchen and the dining room. And there's a glass panel so you can see through it. So I think she yeah. can always see you or see up. Um, and so that, there's probably some reassurance that she knows that like something's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. What I'm noticing, I don't know if you noticed this with Owen. Isla plays, oh my gosh, an obsession with the Hoover, by the way. She could not stop hoovering at mums I've been like you know I listen to other podcasts or I listen to other parents and they always say like yeah my kid wants to clean all the time and I was like when does this happen because Isla is not like that (laughs) she makes the mess and I clean (laughs) I'm really happy I'm reaching the stage I feel with her yeah she wants to hoover and wipe surfaces and mop and stuff like that so that's really sweet but did you find with Owen Isla plays much better by herself when there's more people around that home I feel like I need to stimulate and interact with her much more and I feel like that makes me sound really bad as if I don't want to like of course I want to but come on sometimes it's fucking boring like I don't want to you know play blocks for five hours but when there's more people around I think because there's much more noise she hears talking chatter there's like interaction around her she feels much I think safer to just play by herself whereas obviously at home I feel bad saying this but I don't like I do talk with her but not as much she doesn't hear as much talking as she does if I'm talking to like another adult you know what I mean because how how long are you gonna talk to yourself for like there's only so much you can tell yourself for eight hours a day right oh I'm beautiful oh I'm amazing oh (laughs) I must do the washing but it is hard it's so hard to talk to your kid when they don't talk back like sometimes I feel bad I feel like I should be talking to her more but I don't really, but it's like, what the, f- I'm sorry, what, what the fuck what am I going to say to you? It's a one-sided conversation. Like, yeah. I know I'm fantastic, but I don't need to hear the sound of my own voice for 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah, don't say that to me. I've literally, I've done a podcast where it's just me talking. <laughs> I do want to hear the sound of my own voice and I want all of you to hear the sound yeah. of my own voice. <laughs> but but no but I think that's absolutely fair I also think part of it is also being an only child sort of syndrome thing do you know what I mean once there's interaction and the noise then she's happy to be on her own but then when it's just you and her when she wants your attention Mm. um and because there's nothing else to distract her from you she Mm. wants you Mm. um well if there was another sibling you know maybe some point in the near future (laughs) then no time soon this is not an announcement guys (laughs) (laughs) but I didn't and Owen did Owen loved vacuuming he used to love it to the point where he used to sit on the vacuum while we moved it around and cleaned that's so sweet um, and then we bought him his own fake little vacuum cleaner and I think going back to the whole airport thing one thing that you people need to think about is do your research on the airports because a lot of the airports nowadays are becoming more and more family friendly so they have like those soft play areas yeah um and so then that's a great way to like let the kids be run free because a lot of the time you have to be there an hour too early they then have to sit there while you have a bevy at the pub or drink or you know or you have your breakfast um and so they sit down and then they have to sit another few hours in that confined place 
Yeah, and on a note of like family friendly things, the best thing about traveling with a kid is that now passport control have a family line. Yeah. When we arrived back from Basel to Gatwick, there was, I mean, not no one, but compared to the queue for the, you know, now it's like the screen thing. You have the mm. little, like, what is it? You know, the the, chip, the chip scanners for the passports. That's it. The chip scanner thing. That queue was so long mm. and we managed to just get through really quickly. There was like four or five families in front of us. Honestly, if you like traveling, have a kid just for that, just to be able to go through passport control a bit quicker. Yeah. However, that does change because Owen's now 11. And so he's now allowed to go through the chip machine. Um, And I think it also depends. I think it swings in roundabouts because some points the chip machines are emptier than you've got lots of people because a lot of international flights end up having sometimes to take in that space um, yeah. because it's the same counters it really depends what but is the age for the chip and pin thing it depends by country at gatwick it was sorry at heathrow it's around the 11 or 12 mark sometimes 13 lovely so what you need to do is that when they turn 10 have another kid yeah Though, having been in that position, having a 10-year-old and should you have another kid, whoever has 10-year gap, how they can mentally go back to the diaper stage after being out of it for so long, Mm. please come and chat to me because I really (laughs) wonder how you survive that. That is literally my mental block. Like, I feel like I'm so close to the end when being out of my <laughs> life no i mean like, no i know what you like mean that. i love him but the fact that he's gonna be 18 and at some point possibly depending on you know the cost of living and buying properties and stuff like that will move out i feel like i'm closer to that end than the beginning so the idea mm-hmm. of starting all over again i mentally can't compute yeah, it just no. computer says no yeah computer says no <laughs> That is so funny. No, I do understand. But yeah, we had, it was a really good weekend. And actually, weirdly, it rained most of the weekend. But I found that I really enjoyed it because there was no pressure to like do anything. Mm. You know, when it's sunny, sometimes you're like, oh, I should be outside. I should do X, Y, Z. Whereas we chilled inside, lay around in the morning, had our coffee. I did a bit of yoga. We played. And then we went to soft plays. George and Owen, oh my gosh, they did this hide and seek game in this soft play. We went to a theme park on the Sunday. They did this huge hide and seek game in this massive soft play. And they had so much fun together. It was really nice to witness and watch. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah, me, mum and Isla were in the like baby soft play area. Um, and Isla was just going up and down the slide. And she went on her first like big girl slide by herself. I know. <laughs> like, you know, you have the, I say big girl slide. You know, the ones that are like half a circle. Yeah, she's never done one like that before. And she did that. And I, she was a bit scared at the beginning. So I went in front of her and then she followed me and she found it so funny. She went so fast. They actually, you know, she is learning to use her core muscles. And she went so fast that she hit the back with oh. her back. It didn't hurt her, but she was like, Whoa! <laughs> it was so so cute but yeah really good routine went out the window but that's okay routine talk about just normal eating behaviors either from what i heard mom was just stuffing own with cake and juice and like <laughs> chocolates because it's close enough to Easter when she's in switzerland so like let's give him chocolates i literally facetimed him first day he was there he literally had purple around his lips 
And I'm like, oh, and what have you had? And then I thought, oh, maybe he just had, you know, a bit too much grenadine or something. But I'm like, no, it's too dark for that. And he's too young for wine. Mom would cross <laughs> that limit without me, I know for sure. But literally, just for, and then I found out he's had three slices of berry tart. Yeah. And so many berries, just like purple lip liner all over him. Yeah, I did say to mom, I think we should pause on the sugar intake for Owen. But then she was like, I'm the grandma. It's my role to spoil them. And then, she, bless her, she was scared. She was like, oh my gosh, no, I need to be careful. Because otherwise, you're never going to let me have Isla. <laughs> Um, Owen, yeah, Owen was loving it, but I did try and encourage because, like, I'm obviously now in the mum role for Isla, but also I feel like I'm like the mum role for Owen. I was like, mm, okay, you can have a juice, but you need to down this glass of water first. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I remember a friend of mine said, oh, when you had your Isla, she's like, because she was just becoming a mum, but she had been an auntie before. She's like, I love being an auntie. You can spoil them and everything. And I'm like, I'm not sure I am because I already have my mum hat on. So going from auntie to mom, you do get those spoiling years before Mm -hmm. your rational mom brain kicks Mm -hmm. in. But when your mom brain is already on, it's hard to then go to auntie mode. I agree because I notice a difference how I am with Owen now. Having had Isla, you know, having my own child compared to what I was like with Owen before Isla, before I became a mom. You mean when you used to sneak him ice cream and... Yeah, I'd have him and be like, pancakes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) Whereas now I'm like, have you brushed your teeth? Have you had a shower? Have you had your water? Yeah. He's getting into, I mean this in the nicest way possible, smelly boy stage. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And not that I don't say this as in like, he actively smells, but he's like, no, I don't want to shower. (laughs) (laughs) Go fucking clean yourself. We now have a minimum set days that he must bathe himself. Mm. Um, And they're even on our like monthly calendar. (laughs) Oh, bath. (laughs) Just Mm -hmm. that. There's no disputing on those days. And those are mostly days where he's active. So like when he's had, I don't know, PE and he's in badminton club or he's got running club and stuff like that to try and minimize that. We also bought him deodorant, but I'm not sure he still caught on to using it fully. Oh, interesting. Yeah. At what age do you start using deodorant? I don't know. The age where you start smelling and so you don't want to smell. And so you give people deodorant. I don't know. But like at some point school's like, oh, we, you know, should you want to give your kids deodorant? Feel free to do so. Wow. If that's not a hint from the school that your kid stinks. <laughs> if you get a private email. <laughs> by the way more like shamed for my son's beer than by my own sister right now (laughs) (laughs) no he doesn't (laughs) i promise oh my gosh that's so funny Um, but because obviously this is his last year of primary school before he goes to secondary school I think it's about sorry to bring in the concept of it because obviously once you're in secondary school people are savage and people will stink and they'll let you know mm-hmm. um, and so trying to slowly build in those habits so apparently the 10-11 stage is when you start giving people deodorant to the point we went to Tesco's and I had him sniffing deodorant <laughs> let him choose the one you <laughs> like the most what did he choose? I don't know. Some sort of like clean cotton men's. Oh my gosh. The uh, clean comfort. Is it Dove? No. Oh, 
That's George's one. Uh, it's something similar. Uh, that's not, not that's a good I think it's Nivea or something like that. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, interesting. I never would have thought about the age that you start to yeah use deodorant. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Imagine when he needs to start shaving. Who knows? Maybe maybe he'll be one of those hipsters and lets it grow. Is that what you're hoping for? I don't know. I d- I don't really care. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I thought if it, that does happen, then I don't have to teach him anything. Oh my god! Yeah, because then it just grows. And because you would have to teach him to shave his face. Yeah. But obviously, you don't shave your face. I mean, not yet. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, those little Freds and Charlies. Oh, yeah, Fred and Charlie. No, because we were on FaceTime. I'm just for the listeners. We were on FaceTime yesterday and I was plucking. I had <laughs> I had two hairs coming from my chin. I really have this habit of naming our, our hairy chins. Albert and Harold, I plucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, that is so funny. But, yeah, uh, and then... Uh, there's so many things you, there's no set age but like shaving when like when when do you teach that mm. but then there's also like oh my god sex consent mm. periods mm. like at least with a girl you can sort of just wait until her period comes and then you can explain it to her well and also i think i feel like it's easier to have that conversation woman to woman girl to girl gender to gender is what you're saying yes yes whereas obviously because i know what she's experiencing whereas you don't know everything that he's experiencing so it's it'll be a little bit more difficult to relate and obviously he's getting to that age where he's acknowledging gender much more you know the difference between boy and girl and for him to feel like he's having that conversation with his mum I think is different you could say that with a little less disdain in your voice no 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 not disdain well but from his point of view no I know not from me. Um, I would have felt awkward having, you know, a conversation like that with dad, you know? I would have had, more than... I felt uncomfortable having these conversations with our mother regardless. Yes, but I think I would have felt less with mum. Yeah. Only because it's woman, woman, girl. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Me. It's a personal thing. Um, so, so, so how are you going to handle these conversations? Are you just going to take Isla to the side? Or are you guys going to talk about it as a family? I don't know. I've still got time. <laughs> <laughs> I am not rushing into that. Well, okay. Well, these are active conversations. To the point where I'm asking male friends when they started masturbating to give me some sort of hint as to when that may possibly happen with Owen. Oh my god oh my god as if Owen is at that age soon Uh oh if he's not there already Magali. Yeah okay I don't want to know. Yeah. It's weird it's weird he's like four in my head. Yeah. Yeah strange strange. Well there we go so, so every time I'm on a night out, had a few bevy, have a few shots, and then I'm like, so, I don't know, David, when did you stop masturbating? Just doing a little bit of market research here. You joke, but I did that like three times the other night. Oh my goodness, that's so funny. Are people forthcoming with the answers? I mean, by the time I've asked, I feel they feel more uncomfortable not answering than Yeah, answering. that's fair. Yeah, that's, fair, um, that's I fair. think most British people are like, well, how did you even have the guts to say these words out loud in public? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh, that is funny. Um, oh, 
What else is new? I, oh, Owen's at his camp. Did he um, share anything else yesterday? Oh, he likes it better than the other camp. So, again, just to set the scene, Owen is at a new camp uh, because he didn't like his other one, like, because it's the Easter holidays now. It's not that he didn't like it, but it was like arts and crafts at the other one. He felt really it was simplistic. a bit... And then we found this one that's really close to our house. And it's all about YouTube video creation. Yeah. And because... into that. And because Owen is aspiring to be like his amazing auntie, um, he wants <laughs> to have a YouTube channel, not for yoga, for video games. But... <laughs> Um, and so I found this camp which is quite expensive and they learn how to create videos and shoot videos and then edit them and like all the process for then putting them onto YouTube Um, and so I thought let's put him into something he actually likes maybe this could actually be helpful for his future yeah now Um, I'm trying not to be a blocker even though I kind of want him to have some sort of career and stability yeah while not dimming completely his entire shine and personal adventures so youtube camp it is he went there yesterday he likes it he's met some people that are pretty nice and that's all i have because he didn't want to tell me anything else that's normal yeah but like i want to return on investment on the 200 pounds i've spent (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny so true though so true i've spent this fucking money at least tell me what I've spent my money on. Like, tell me what you're doing. And tell me you're at least enjoying it. Tell me, give me some gratification that it was money well spent. Mm, um, yeah. Especially it's £200 for three days. Like, expensive. It's expensive. Like, yeah. normal normal campus, I don't know, under 200 for the whole week. Mm-hmm. But obviously quality is different. So yeah. it's not necessarily comparable. But he was quite excited because obviously now that I've hurt my back, I can't drop him off or pick him up. So Shruti dropped him off in the morning yesterday and then he walked home. And then today he walked to there on his own and he'll come back on his own in the afternoon. So really solidifying that independence a bit more. There's not even a phone this time. So he's wow. completely on his own. Um, I wonder how our parents survived the stress of not knowing where we were and how we were doing crossing streets back in the day. Um, um, I'm trying to think, but when did we ever do it? We didn't because... Yeah, mom would let us... When we lived in Champigny, mom would let us go to the bakery around the corner by ourselves. Oh, yeah. I think back in the day, there was just, like, less anxiety about your child getting kidnapped. Oh, that was never the anxiety I was feeling, but thank you for <laughs> planting that seed. It's okay. He's so smelly anyway. No <laughs> one will want him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you find yourself funny, Magalie. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, oh, love him. Um, yeah, no, it's so true. I don't know. I think that sometimes, you know, like people are like, to confirm, I'm not against the tablet or screens or, you know, we watch so many cartoons, like happily. But sometimes I think to like... To the point that you know the Hey Dougie show tune. Oh yeah, love it. Love Hey Dougie, honestly. So the other night, George and I got home and we didn't know what to watch on TV. We're watching Race Across the World. Have you ever seen it? It is so good. I have. That's what we're watching at the moment because there's a new series. But before we realized that there was a new series, we, oh, we were just having like a late dinner and we didn't know what to watch on tv we genuinely you put hey ducky in the background well no but almost (laughs) 
<laughs> we ended up putting something like Live at the Apollo or Would I Lie to You, something like that, you know, an easy watch. Um, we genuinely almost put an episode of Hey Dougie because it's so good. Anyway, in my head, I'm all, I also think sometimes we're so worried about our kids being bored and wanting stimulation that we can overstimulate them ourselves because back in the day, we didn't have phones, iPads, tablets, etc. You know, we just had to sit and be grumpy. Yeah, our sense of adventure was walking across the street without a phone. Yeah. And yeah. being kidnapped. <laughs> we lived wild lives. <laughs> but apparently, I remember mom told me once, she said, um, especially in Pennsylvania when we were in the States, because all of the gardens were connected, we would go out and play in our garden and then we'd see our neighbors and then we'd just merge into their garden and then we mm-hmm. just end up like four houses down. And my mom and mom had to call around all the neighbors to find out where we were mm-hmm. um, and tell us to come home. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I miss that. That's something about the States, or at least I say the States, that's the generalization. But where we were, well, or or even just where we were, um, our town, it was so like, there was really that sense of community that you could just hop over to a friend's house. I feel like you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Shout out to Allentown, Pennsylvania right there. Oh yeah. Foglesville even. (laughs) Yeah. Foglesville, Allentown. (laughs) I've tried to say Fogglesville to other people and they're like, what the fuck are you trying to say? So now I just say Allentown because most people know Allentown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised actually as to how many people know Allentown when I speak about it. Well, to Americans. Yeah. What are you going back to work this week? No. no I, Magley, I, I keep trying to stretch my back during this conversation to make me <laughs> survive. <laughs> I'm going to, after this call, I'm going to get into bed and fall asleep for the next four hours. <laughs> you should have a bath. Yeah, I won't be able to get back up, Magley. <laughs> <laughs> I will be getting down. I wouldn't be able to get back up. Oh, 800 Bridget. <laughs> oh my God. You joke. Hold on. Listen to this. So, yesterday. Bridget is your neighbor, by the way, just for the. Hold on. I decided to take a shower. I thought it's been. I was the stinky human of the house because I hadn't been <laughs> able to stand up, let alone shower bathe. So, I decided to shower. Now, in my bath, and there's a shower over the bath, there is this old lady handle because my lady (laughs) because the previous owners were like in their 70s to 80s and I think for security they added that into their bathroom I hate it I've been trying to wanting to remove it since I moved in yesterday I've never been more grateful for this old lady handle I held on to that shit (laughs) for dear life and washed my hair with one hand and then would swap over never letting go of the old lady handle Okay. You need a seat. Oh, Magali, thanks. <laughs> I can't really sit either, Magali. So standing, once I'm up, it's okay. But anything in between, it's either up or laying down. Oh, my goodness. That is so Anyways, funny. And then when I get out of the shower, I get this lovely message from my 80-year-old neighbor, Bridget. And she sends me a text and goes, oh, you received a beautiful package. I've taken it in for you. Let me know uh, when you you're home and you can come pick it up so I'm out of the shower I go knock on her door and um she goes oh hey how are you I saw the ambulance come a couple days ago I haven't (laughs) seen you since are you all right I mean I can't walk I can barely stand I'm exhausted already because I've been showering and then she shows me she's like oh you've received this and it's a ginormous fruit basket Mm. she's left it on the floor bless her of her of her living room and I'm thinking to myself I can't bend to pick it up (laughs) 
let alone carry the shit because it's heavy. So I say to her, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to take it right now. Not, no. <laughs> I'll have to wait till Shruti's home. And she goes, oh, not to worry. I'll do it. Oh, bless <laughs> Where's her. Where's my 80-year-old tiny <laughs> little neighbor? I swear she's like four foot tall. Yeah. She's tiny. And is carrying this massive basket of fruit. Well, here I am, 29-year-old in my prime. <laughs> in my prime. <laughs> <laughs> Watching her carry it across into my house. And I've never felt more useless in my life than I did at that moment. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Oh, yeah. bless her. Thank God for Bridget. And then bless her, she was like, oh, you know, I know I'm not useful and everything because I'm old. But, um, you know, I'm always here. So if you want me to come over and chat and keep you company, like just knock. I just thought it was lovely. But she's no. so chatty that <laughs> she would put me to sleep faster than the medication. <laughs> Poor Bridget. She's is she nosy? I have a feeling. So nosy. Magli, yeah. she like we all have these bay windows just outside of our house. Mm-hmm. You can see her curtains moving while when we're just standing outside talking. Yeah. Um, when I've spent time at your house, do you remember that one week I went to I stayed at your house because we were having work done at hours and you were away I felt like she was always like every time I left the house she was like opening the door she's like why are you here yeah (laughs) who are you and what what are you doing in this house but she's so lovely because um even when we had our engagement party um with me and Shruti she's from a different generation Mm -hmm. and um she said oh I didn't I didn't realize and she was like oh oh like she just (laughs) said oh oh you're a girl she's a girl you're two girls she goes oh that's that's not something we would do in my dna job but good good for you like oh good 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 and then she walked away (laughs) oh that is so funny bless it it's sweet though yeah, because she could have taken it terribly, like, I mean, terribly. Well, totally, but as in, I think we do need to be sensitive, you know, to people who... These it's, aren't it's concepts not... that necessarily have been in their life for very long. Exactly. Nor do they know really how to handle it. Like, exactly. generation and slightly above and below will have had time to adapt more because it's we're confronted with it much more mm-hmm. than we are in other generations and cultures even. I think also depending mm-hmm. on what country you're from, um, you you get more of it or not. Like once we went to, when we went to France with Shruti for the first time, we went and turned on the TV and there was an advert for the Bon Coin, which is like gum tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and the advert is around a bisexual woman. Mm-hmm. She is first in a relationship with a woman, so her apartment styled a certain way. They then break up. She then gets in a relationship with the man and then styles her, her apartment a different way. So the whole idea, she puts things on Gumtree. But that is literally the advert, okay? In less than a minute, we have a bisexual woman and you see them in a female relationship and then with a male relationship. And Shruti was so shocked that this Mm. was on TV. She's like, Mm. no way in shape or form would this be so publicly advertised in a positive sense or way in India? Like, nobody would even discuss it. And I'm like, yeah, well, Gumtree. She's like, oh... She thought maybe it was something for to do with like therapy or something else. I'm like, no, it's gumdrink. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. Yeah. And so yeah, 
I honestly loved Bridget's reaction. Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, bless her. That's really sweet. Yeah, um, she's she's honestly lovely. Nosy as hell, but lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bless her heart. Um, okay, before we go, I just want to share a moment of gratitude with you. On our way back from Gatwick, I can't remember. Have I told you this already? If not, I'm going to... Sh- if I have... Well, I don't think not, we I'm going to tell you now. We were coming back from Gatwick, and we this is on Sunday, not Sunday, Monday, and we were coming to yours to drop Owen off before going home. And is this is this when Owen was holding Isla's hand and walking? No, but that was sweet as well. That was adorable. Um, sorry, Isla. Oh, firstly, Owen is so like. So at one point, Isla, you know, is going through this phase. She throws things and she goes, oh, no. (laughs) And she was doing that in the car. She was not like throwing in a mean way, just like, you know, slowly dropping dropping it for attention. And like, that's what I've done. Oh, no. Exactly. Very, you know, dramatic. Anyway. Um, she dropped her teddy and she went, oh no. And then she's trying to reach it, but obviously she can't reach it. And I said to Owen, can you go get it? And then like, can you reach it over for her? And obviously he was sat in the back seat with his seatbelt on and he couldn't reach it. And I said, you can take your seatbelt off. That's okay. And then he went, oh, oh, okay. And then I said, do you feel safe taking your seatbelt off? He says, oh yeah, I'm fine. Just making sure it's okay with you. And I said, if you feel safe, I give you permission to take your seatbelt off to take Isla's teddy and give it to her. I just found it really like, I don't know, that he was aware, you know, you're in the car, you don't take your seatbelt off. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. We have strict seatbelt rules. Strict seatbelt rules. Yeah, I can imagine. And to confirm, me too. I wasn't suggesting, like, you know, just don't put it back on. But it was also interesting for me um, from, like, a different point of view, just thinking... I hadn't even thought that maybe he might feel unsafe to take his seatbelt off. Do you know what I mean? I've asked him, I've said, you can take your seatbelt off, get Isla's toy. Obviously not quite so bluntly, but you know what I mean. Um, And all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, maybe. Because you know, when there's a a person of authority, like I am, you know, the person of authority with him. He could have just done it without considering. That he actually doesn't feel comfortable doing that. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't thought. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, no, no, no. Do you feel safe? If you don't, that's okay. You don't have to do it. But yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, um, my moment of gratitude is, so Isla had so much energy on the way back from the airport to your house. She was literally screaming, but like in a happy way, she was just going, ah, ah, ah. And then as a joke, I started going, ah at the same time as her and we're all like and we all found it funny and then Owen starts going ah and then George starts going ah so we're just in the car every time Isla starts screaming because then she obviously finds it funny so she continues going like ah 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 and it probably sounds really stupid but I don't know why we just spent like 10-15 minutes just screaming in the car but like in a really positive way and all just having fun making noise I really enjoyed. That's what like family is all about. Like, being a <sighs> yeah. little cuckoo together and just being silly and fun. And it's not about the expensive holidays. It's like being confined in the car going ah to each other. Yeah. It was like at the risk of sounding really silly for me it was a highlight of the holiday just in the car we're all tired and also like it's the end everyone's got a bit of holiday blues but it didn't feel like we had holiday blues it still felt part of like just adventuring and exploring together and yeah it was really really good so this insight into having two kids how how does it feel yeah but to be fair there's a difference Owen basically takes care of himself so if you wait long enough if you wait for that 10 year gap and then start again (laughs) 
<laughs> just so I can go through passport control. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your plan um, would miraculously work. <laughs> yeah. No, Owen does take care of himself. And also, I think it's completely different. I think Owen listens to me more than he listens to you. Oh, yeah. Not because Because I'm, I'm his mom and he likes to push my boundaries. Exactly, exactly. Not, not that because I'm somehow, you know, better at telling him. Absolutely not. But just like Isla in the future will probably listen to you more because she's not, she doesn't feel as comfortable. She won't feel as comfortable pushing your boundaries just like Owen doesn't feel as comfortable pushing my boundaries. Um, you mean you're not the Owen guru? <laughs> what am I paying for? <laughs> You're not paying. With love and champagne. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. Oh, no. A successful weekend. For um, you guys. I'm glad you guys Yeah. have gone. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed out. We did miss you. Well, I'm glad you missed me. I'm glad my presence was missed. Yeah, um, yeah 100%. Are you guys doing anything for Easter? Are you going to do anything to celebrate? Well, I mean, I had plans of, like, getting drunk and seeing friends and possibly seeing you, but mm. literally medication and back probably means I'm stuck at home. Also, which really sucks, is that Shruti's leaving in two weeks, which means, like, we can't even... We had, like, a date night sorted so that we could have some quality time before she leaves me for three weeks because um, she's going to India she's going to India yeah which I'm fun. really excited for for her because she'll get to see her family which she hasn't been back since 2018 so excited for her plus there may be the possibility of her doing some wedding prep in India oh fun I mean f- fun for me less for her because she's yeah. the one that has to deal with it yeah but it's fun no organizing yeah I mean for now it's just stress because I think we haven't picked a venue or a date, so all yeah. options are still on the table. Yeah, that's fair. And, and so I think we're being blinded by too many options, and then we don't know how to choose. I think once we will choose. But so no plans for Easter. What about you guys? George is out on Saturday night with some friends in London. Big boys night out. So it's just going to be me and Isla. I feel um, like he's always out lately. Like there's stag do's and pub do's. Or is it just that I remember the time he's away? Yeah, maybe. Um, George does have more... His friends are closer by. Mm. So it's easier um, to get together. Yeah, exactly. And originally I was meant... Because actually, so to be fair, the friend he's seeing is actually the husband, Johnny. My friend Becca, it's her husband, Johnny. And originally we thought that, like... Um, and then there's another guy as well. And originally we thought that us girls would get together as well, bring Isla... But um, it's just a lot with Isla, London, like, blah, blah, Anyway, I'm staying home. Yeah, we'll just chill. And then on Sunday, my friend Joe is doing a Easter egg hunt. Oh, Joe with little Fred. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that should be fun. Otherwise, I don't know, we'll just chill Friday and Monday. I feel like the weather's not meant to be that great. And in my head, I'm like, I want to do something. I feel like the only thing is soft play, but I feel like all I'm doing at the moment is taking her to soft play. And I feel pressure to do something different and unique. But then I'm also thinking she doesn't give a shit, right? Because she likes the soft play. So why am I trying to do something so, like, different if she's and just happy? What is, where is that pressure coming from? To, like, be original, you know? Like, where is that pressure coming from? I don't know. I know. Oh, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um yeah but yeah a hundred percent potentially um to feel like I'm somehow like stimulating her yeah I think subconsciously I feel the need to like stimulate her creativity in a different way but I'm thinking ah fuck it we'll just go to soft play (laughs) 
<laughs> I swear to you, me and Whitney had like a membership for a soft play for like three years because so good. every weekend we'd go there. To the point that we even got Merlin passes when we lived in Cobham. And Merlin passes are really expensive, but uh, they give you access to all the Merlin attractions. So like Chessington, Thorpe Park and everything. Chessington has a million soft plays. So, and because we lived so close, I would often go for the afternoon to Chessington on rainy days and go to the soft play yeah. rather than have to. So I would pay. And then on days where it was sunny, we then go on the rides. But we would go at like 2 p.m. when it closes at 5, just spend three hours there because that's when everybody stops leaving after being there all day in the morning. Oh, my gosh. If you went bedridden, I would suggest that maybe I could come to you Saturday and we could do that with Owen. Yeah, it's not happening. No, that's a shame. Okay, right. We've gone so over time. So I'm going to love you, leave you. I'll chat to you in five minutes on FaceTime. Do a little debrief of our debrief. Okay, maybe give me 10 minutes so I can make it to my bed. Oh, yeah, I need to pee. I'm going to go pee. Maybe make a coffee. Thank you guys for listening. Sarah, what's the end? How do we close? You like, you subscribe, you send emails to Magli if you want to participate or if there's any topic that you would like to hear more about. Otherwise, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at mummingwithmagli. Yes! Rate and review the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next <laughs> week, guys. Bye! Bye! Bye.